Panago Pizza presents S S D P P the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go. So, you know when your friend bag books you when they they book? they send out a a vague status update. It, it's it's an old term because bag oh. bag booking was like a thing. Be like. Just missing him, like stuff like that, or like, uh, don't you just hate it when people are so fake? The, you know, they used to be, oh, <laughs> you know, you get that all the time. MSN status. Yeah, oh, it was back in the day. What? I never had ICQ though. No, I had it for like a week, but then I got scared, and because uh, I used to try, <laughs> I used to try to talk to girls, and I was no good at that in grade six, and so <laughs> even, even with the cute Elmo notification, they'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't work out for me that well. So. Um, no, but I got vague booked by Steve in our messages before the show. Tell me what you think of this. So what? I asked Steve, I said, Steve, can you grab some coffee on the way over? And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, sure. And then I guess he went into a Tim Hortons and he said, I noped out of that Tim's. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then I was I like, I probably should have expanded on so that. So I was like, does that mean I should get a coffee or not get a coffee? But the, the, full, the full thing that I should have said was, I noped out of that store, so I'm coming to get a free one. Oh, because we have free coffee here. Which was the explanation, yeah. but instead... It's a Bell Media thing, by the way. Yeah, so. Adam called me to... Okay, free coffee. <laughs> Rogers has one, too! And Which Adam side? called me Rogers to be like... Rogers does not have Rogers free coffee. Have free Rogers coffee. Coffee. absolutely has free coffee. At Sportsnet? Sportsnet is Sportsnet, different. Sportsnet, uh, yeah. in the little kitchen there. So you were on the, yeah, you were on the digital side. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Jesse had to take like 50 steps to go get free, a variety of all free coffee. All I know coffee. is. And a faucet. All what? I know is wherever you walk around this Bell Media beautiful campus, you will find a little coffee machine with free coffee. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Jesse, last how many free coffees did you get show, at Rogers? Rogers. Last show, the toilets didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> <all right? laughs> that was the construction the of water front. main oh! people. The toilets didn't work because oh! they blew a hole in one of the water mains when they were digging it up. Have they For considered the... not having one? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't have a hole in your water main. It would be Bell. super great if they stopped digging up Richmond. Street. That would be super, it's never gonna happen. super Every duper great. Part of Toronto ever, ever. And, and you know what? They're like, hey, you know when we're gonna do it in the middle of winter when we can't fix it? <laughs> it's just frozen solid. You we know can't what? Do I love. Every Tuesday night when I'm sitting in traffic at 11 and <laughs> p.m. Oh yeah, you you're think, in traffic you you're on the way get, home. Yeah, and I, no, not in downtown Toronto. I'm in like Whitby. <laughs> I'm like you piece of shit. Would it be easier for you to drive up to the 407? Yes. No, Faster? I, uh, I get off in Ajax now, and I just oh. go around it. It's friggin' the worst. Yeah, so sorry to vague book you. But what I should have said was, I'm going to get free coffee instead, but what ended up happening was Adam called to ask what I meant, and then he ended up getting us all coffee. Yeah, it was great. So, Thanks, so. man. <laughs> so, Steve was going to have a Bell Media coffee. Uh-huh. So. Did you surf the ice last, last night? I did. There were so many games. There were a lot of games. There was like yeah. nothing on Monday, and then last night there was like, here's 40 games. Yeah, here's 19th, and they all started seven, except for like two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, oh my god, it was wild. wild. I guess a bunch of teams so coming many. off their breaks and stuff, too. I guess so. But, um, yeah, so many. So, a lot listen, of action. We're going to get into who wore the crown from the 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 time when the Leafs blew a 3-1 lead. <sighs> I forgot to prepare my crown, so. Ah, who will you give it to, Jesse? I gotta, well, you gotta give me a delay a little. You've got, oh, okay, you've got okay. time. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We've got time because not only do we have this long intro to get through, which is, you know, talking about our town and our crown. Yeah. 
talking about. I've never heard this before. It's Go about ahead. living generously and life treating you royally. All of those things. And then Steve and I are going to give our crowns. And then Jesse, you may give your crown after that. Okay, I got some time. You had some time. <sighs> I got to remember the game. So what listen, happened? Listen, mm. Chet, Steve, if 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 this were Dan Carlin. From Hardcore History. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while <laughs> so, since I've listened to him. So, so yeah. if Dan Carlin mm-hmm. was going to say, live generously and life will treat you royally. Live generously, life will treat you royally. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Why not put yourself a crown royal? Because we're going to get into who wore the crown. Where we, with the help of you fans out there, recognize one Leaf player each show who gives it all for the blue and white. Because it's our town, it's our crown. It's not about what you have, but what you have to give. Let's crown a Leaf that lives generously by giving it all for their team. Brought to you by your friends at Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Let's get into it. And Steve, yeah. today's challenge mm. is that you give us the crown, but in the guy that narrates the Harry Potter books voice. Oh, I don't do a good Jim Dale. You don't do a good Jim Dale? Oh, no, damn, okay. I know, I should be able to do a good Jim Dale. <sighs> you need to work on that. I know, I, I'm good at impressions, but only like vague ones. Like, do you want one of my college sure. professors? I can do... Th- no, um... <laughs> sure, you're a college I, professor. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I will say, listen, it's often difficult to give out the crown. Because there are so many good players, particularly forwards. Mm. It was Austin Matthews. Mm-hmm. They lost. Scored again. There's Mitch Marner. Wheeling and dealing. Mm-hmm. Magic man. Throwing it around. William Nylander. Scored again. Oh. There's a, there's a possible candidate for you. There's one. Just trying to help you along. All right. Uh, Judge Vars. He scored a goal. It was a hilarious muffin. Mm-hmm. I laughed. But the best forward in that game, because I thought the best forward the last game was Jason Spezza. There's lots of candidates every night. Uh, the best forward on the ice. Mark Pissick gets my crown. Wow, you're going to give it to <laughs> first career at trick as a forward, and it was against the Leafs because, of course, it was. Mark Pissick gets the crown because I am that. struggling to. I can absolutely do that. I am struggling to think of a Leaf I should give it to because they blew that lead. But it's fine. Losing's good. I learned that. Isn't it nice when people teach you things because you're stupid? Isn't it nice? Okay, when we're going to get into that in just a second. I feel like you're talking about something else when no, we're on a different let's thing. Get into, let's get into <laughs> my crown before you get yourself into trouble, sir. Now, I'm going with Austin Matthews. Oh, good. Because Austin oh, Matthews leave. has been... Wow. He's been wow. he's been great. <laughs> he's been absolutely phenomenal. He was great in this game, and it's a shame. It's a shame that that performance is lost in that. Um, he... You know, I think a month ago I said something along the lines of, listen, or was it, no, it might have been last week, who knows. Probably. But I said something along the lines of, when they're bad, they're really bad. And they can't be that bad. And Austin, in a bad game, was the best player on the ice to me. He And that, that is what we need. One of his strongest two-way performances of his career. Yeah, and if we're going to lose, and it's going to be heartbreaking, if your best players were still your best players, and I'm talking Matthews, Nylander, I would put um, Kasperi Kapanen in there. He had a good game. Uh, Marner, uh, not bad. Like, you know, those... Not bad, except for giving away the empty netter. Yeah, but But the... I mean, really. But the Leafs' best players were their best players. And that is where you need to be, win or lose. Your stars need to show up. Austin showed up. You get my crown. Jesse Blake, have you had enough time, sir? 25 goals. 
is a number of goals. How many? That's how many goals Mark Pissick had against the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Actually, it's fewer than he has goals in his career. I, and the Leafs allowed a hat trick against him in his unnatural I think he, position. I think he, so uh, I think he was a, a career high because he had that hat trick. Oh yeah. I think his career high was five. What? He got now he has six. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm pretty Just sure. Good. Just good shit. Well, he knows Michael good? Hutchinson, right? He was a, a Florida Panther. You're absolutely right, and I'm sure they had a lot of healthy scratch practices together. And so uh, he knows all his tendencies. Mark Pissett. What? Says. What? <laughs> Adam, you open your phone. You type your code in, you go on to Google Maps, and you find me the lie! Yes, Jesse? Mark Pissick, uh, his previous career high was four goals in 2016-2017 mm. with mm-hmm. the Panthers, and now this season he has seven goals. No. He's oh. scoring a hat-trick. He scored one less goal than his previous career, career high, high in one game. In one night as a forward. But losing is good. It was a good loss. Some people were upset with William Nylander post-game. Why? Because he had a calm uh, post-game interview where he wasn't as upset as people would have liked him to be. Uh, A man who hosts a TV and radio show with the initials SS went off on him and is going viral on YouTube. Sally Struthers. Uh, No, a different one. Mm-hmm. It's on another network that we shall not name mm-hmm. because it is inferior to a uh, media property. Yeah, I don't believe I've heard of that. SS? Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Oh, yes, he, oh. Went, he went, oh. He went, for five half episodes an hour. later, he was still going, <laughs> He went uh, full OK Boomer on William Nylander. Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> and I, I just. Uh, William Nylander had a really good game. It's just, it's no. a little lazy no. to just beat a guy down for his post-game comments where he's clearly not happy about winning, but he's not blowing up and throwing garbage cans. Sorry about so. losing. He's not having Sorry losing. about losing. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. No, he Gosh, hates no. winning. That's William <laughs> Nylander's problem. Yeah. That's why we need to trade him for Zach Cassian. So, that guy <laughs> likes to win. Mike Ajello, by the way, Mike in Buffalo, gave Willie the extraordinarily unfortunate nickname of 90-second Willie mm-hmm. because none of his post-games last for more than 90 seconds. Like, the guy has never said an interesting thing in a postgame ever in his life. I don't know why you expected that to be the night. So I need to take this crown out of the crown case that we keep our three crowns, Mm. place it onto the head of William Nylander for always being the brunt of the garbage from the media, even when the game has really nothing to do with his play, and he had a great game, and he just had a mediocre post-game interview. Now, as we record this show, I've already (laughs) been up 10 hours, so I don't... My brain's not functioning properly anymore. I still am trying to figure out who SS is. I have no idea. Jesse, I had a full night's sleep, and I uh, think I know who it is at best. So yesterday on Tim and Sid, Sidney Sixera. Oh, get out! So Adam couldn't guess, guess, and I guessed wrong. Who did you guess? Steve Simmons. But what? then I was trying to think of where yeah. it would have been on TV. He, he wouldn't own be. a TV and radio. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Tim guys. Tim and Sid don't own Tim and Sid. <laughs> Do they? No, I meant like he doesn't host a TV uh, and radio show. Anyways. Um, yeah, there's Sid. Sid just likes to do that to bug Lee fans. They know how to bug me. Sid, Sid, he won. Yeah, Sid, Sid lives to bug Lee fans, even uh, though Sid is low key a Lee fan. He, he just doesn't tell anyone me. that. He, he I'll can't. I'll be walking around and he'll bug me. He can't. Well, he that's his job. His job is to p- piss you off. He likes and he's to really good at it. Yeah. Can I tell you the Mar- Marley story? No. What like, was so, it? Someone someone oh. just like called me over to like the Tim and Sid. Here, here, Sid, Sid, tell Steve, tell Steve. And I go, what? What's up, man? Good to see you. The Calder Cup means nothing. 
<laughs> I was in the room for this. <laughs> and I go, what? The call to cup means nothing. <laughs> means nothing. It doesn't mean you're going to win a Stanley Cup. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't even mean you have a good organization. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then he draws you into mm-hmm. these. He's very and I so said. He won that argument. He did. <laughs> you had no comeback. Steve was just like, ha, la, 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 la. That's literally how it Martin Marincin is good Kurt Spartan. Shit. And it was like uh, like two nights after we had spent the night partying that we won the car, call to go. Like, Listen, that was a freaking great night, yeah. okay? And then great night. night. His his rant for the rest of that week was how it didn't matter the at all. means nothing. And yeah. Garrett, I just needed a chance. Sparks deserved the crown that night. He was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It didn't Absolutely. mean anything, though. It, it meant something to me. So he could stick it. <laughs> Yeah, it meant something to me. No, so it didn't mean and it to meant something to the guys that were there. And Andreas Janssen was like the playoff MVP anyway. That year. Yeah, he was amazing. That's who wore the crown for this week. Brought to you as always by Crown Royal. Next time the puck drops, why not? The call to come means nothing. Live generously and treat your leaves screwed to Crown Royal old fashioned. You do a good sit. Yeah. And you've hosted with him before. But what's interesting is when you hosted with him, he didn't do any of that to you. No. no, because he, that was he, to, he should have got him going. No. He had to hold my hand because it was American Thanksgiving and it was all football. Yeah, they put you on the wrong. Yeah, day. you were talking about like the Cowboys. <laughs> but there was a trade between the Sens and Oilers during the show. Luckily, who was traded? Great question. Don't remember. Can't can't anyway. imagine it was very high talent. Was Sid won <laughs> because here we are upset. Yep. Yeah. Still. 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 I think about that every night. <laughs> Why did he go after Nylander, though? That's an odd clip. choice. It's uh, a Because, like, Nylander objectively played a great game. Yeah, they were upset uh, at his post-game comments. They were oh, upset that he wasn't upset. He doesn't so get he upset. Sat, he's, he was, he's there sitting in the he doesn't lo- get in, upset. The, in his no. dressing is room. Is Sid just upset he's not also Portuguese? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to send him a video. I'm just going to, like, go. There's a Nando's in Oshawa. I'm just going to, like, go up to it and, like, give a thumbs down and send him oh, the video. Oh, you know what? Fuck no. no. You know what you need to do? <laughs> you imagine? You need to do is take a whole thing of chicken fingers and just waste them. Oh. Just, just throw them on the ground. Dump them in the send him the video. Yeah, this is what a, William Nylander thinks of you, and then <laughs> yeah. just throws his chicken. Hates your stupid Listen, chicken fingers. Sid Sixero is one of the nicest people oh. I've ever met in this industry. And one I, of the nicest. No, him and Tim uh, are are just like high class quality individuals who know how to do a kick ass show. And what <laughs> makes me laugh is the guys on Twitter who take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Retweeting and commenting every take that those guys have, because you know oh, what's the amazing. Rage harvest. Oh yeah, it's a rage harvest. That's perfect. Sid is just like mm. he's so good at it. Yeah, just, and if you want to know, like, like everybody's like, yeah, I don't even watch that show. Why are you retweeting them and then uh, and then responding to it then? What, what yeah. don't they watch? I don't even watch that show. <laughs> it's the only good sports show in Canada nationally. Uh, not when Leafs lunch is on TV. Well, you're right. That's and a good also show too. when Overdrive is simulcast. Mm. Is it? It is now. <laughs> It's funny. There's one. There's also, one TV show that's on. Jan Dan? There's there's one TV show that's on the radio and You're one radio show. show that's on the TV. It's interesting, because <laughs> like Tim, Tim and Sid was a radio show, but it's mm-hmm. now the Tim and Sid like no, it TV was a show. Podcast that was a radio show that was a TV mm-hmm. show and it's now a radio, radio show, show and yeah, but it's a TV show on the radio. And what TSN's done is they've taken a radio show and put it on the TV. It's very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. And you're listening to a podcast on the podcast. On the YouTube. 
or potentially on the SoundCloud. Now, um, I I want to I want to get into something here. Uh huh. Just answer these questions. One word answers, please. Do Steven. they pertain to Cody Cece? They do not. Ah. Guys, is Pink. it ex- is it exciting when your when your favorite? These are yes or no. Okay. Is it exciting when your favorite team goes up three to one on an on an opponent opponent that they are in a playoff race with? Is it exciting? This Adam, I really I need to. No, time. yes or no? In a vacuum. I if don't you're know. not a Leafs fan I here, uh. you're just a you're a sports <laughs> fan. I hate you guys you so try, much. You try to make you. this. I hate you, you so try much. To make this so All easy. I want to do is do a show. Yes, you guys question are like, mark. <laughs> Depends. Were the goals on the power play or? <laughs> my answer is it depends. Yeah. Okay, I. That's too. It is like adult t- diapers. Oh my god, I hate you guys so much. It depends. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Okay. So I said yes. Okay. And Jesse said depends. So yeah. normally, what normal people would say, not Leaf fans, which is understandable. Well, what normal people would no, say is no. No. If you were a Boston sports fan and your favorite team goes up three to one on somebody, mm-hmm. Sox, Bruins, Pats, three touchdowns to one, you're excited, right? What year is it? Fuck me. I don't if know. <laughs> because if it's like 99 and I'm a Red Sox fan, then I'm still nervous. Listen, you got you got Nomar Garcia-Parra in the system. You're happy, okay? Things are, good. Things are rolling. Pre-World 2000- Series or post-World Series? No. If it's God. post-World Series, then I'm like, yeah, but pre-World Series, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Listen, man, I just... Guys, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you understand? You get it, right? There's a lot of variables You here. get how frustrating oh this can God. be. Okay, I just want to... I'm just checking. I know you get me. Okay, Next so question. I'm, I think we're hitting these out of the park here, Steve. Let's go. What's it got? Hey. This, this reminds me of the quiz. You know, part of me has always, has always wondered, will our show follow the same trajectory as Tim and Sid uh-huh. and also become a show one day on the radio or television no. if, if we continue to do well? And the answer is no, because, oh, because one word. segments like this. Uh, one word. Yes, that's right. Good. I answered I answered my own question properly. <laughs> All right. What's okay. the next one? So the next question is, if you're excited when your team goes up three to one, mm-hmm. is it therefore somewhat of a letdown slash disappointment when they get, then go on to lose the game five to three and most of the goals come in the third period? You didn't tell me this was the intermediate class, Adam. Jeez. Uh, yes or uh, no? Is it disappointing when your team blows a three to one lead? I'm going to go with yes on this one. Wow, okay, solid yeah. answer. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but with nuance? Yeah. Is this is this like a Scantron test and I didn't fully color in the bubble? Oh, you better and, and it better be a fucking four what is it the the, the <laughs> level the 4 2B or whatever. 2B 10. Yeah. yeah. Oh is, my god. Is this the the C cat? <laughs> is this the standardized test that we all hit? <laughs> Uh, they just run. <laughs> yeah, if you don't fill in the bubble, you're not gonna get the mark. You gotta fill it in all the way, or the machine's not gonna work. And if work. it's the wrong kind of lead, sorry, you're dumb. <laughs> what the hell? Was Doesn't that? matter what you got right. You're stupid because you didn't use the right pencil. Um, Did people have the other pencils? Yes, <laughs> yes. And like, you know what's hilarious about that? And this, by the way, this is a standardized test in Ontario, but everybody has some version of this. They they said if you don't have the two B lead pencil, it won't count. <laughs> And literally, there was a kid in my class, and this would never fly today, who was like, I can't afford that. And the teacher's like, find a way. Oh, God. <laughs> literally. That, that, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Anyway, I'm a yeah, teenager, so, and I don't know that, what to do here. And then they took out the ruler and hit his hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. That was just one. I had one, one bad teacher. Most teachers are great. Um, but in all honesty here, 5-3, um, disappointment. Yes, right? Still going to go with yes, question mark. (laughs) Why is it? 
that we can't just be disappointed right. without having to be told how stupid we are for being disappointed that they lost a 3-1 game and that Freddie Anderson has a neck injury again and will be out again. Now he had a neck injury a couple years ago, if I remember correctly. But uh, I think so. So the the he takes a lot of blows to the head. It's not just it's not just the fact that they lost. It's the fact that their backup, who'd been playing quite well, came mm-hmm. in and played well. Uh, did not play well, and doesn't seem to play well when he's brought in mid game, but seems to do better when he starts them. So that's good for tonight. And the second thing is, you have a team that didn't rally around him. Yeah, no. when their when their goaltender they went caved. They, they completely they caved, and they, that was a four point game. You win, there's a spread. Yeah. You lose, there is not. No, but they play that game 99 times, uh, or they, they play that game 100 times, they win 99 times. Okay, but they didn't win. Oh, but Adam, did it, if did they play it, Steve, remember, if, if they, in this completely fantastical made-up fairy tale scenario, they win. Wouldn't you prefer the made-up scenario where they made-up win? Well, if that were the case, then the Miracle on Ice would never have happened. I don't care if we would... What's the uh, what's the Herb Brooks speech? The... Uh, uh, if, if we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not tonight. And that's what the Panthers did to the Leafs. Yep. Like, dude, no, okay. Listen, you, you're, I, so, you're a great employee. You do a great job. Tomorrow, I want you to go 70% of the way to work and see what your boss says. <laughs> Just like stop it at Tim's. Just like stop there and chill. <laughs> boss, I got 70% of the way here and I flew. I flew. I got here so much faster than I usually do. Gives a shit! You want to win the cup or not? Stop talking like a bunch of losers. They got up 3-1 in the third period. They had a 2-1 lead going into it. Then Matthew scored again. Mm -hmm. This godsend, this one of the best goal scorers in the entire league, scores to give you a 3-1 lead, and you just buckle. You buckle in a span of five seconds, and I'm tired of moving the goalposts for this team. Hey, when should we have faith in Hutchison? I told you last LFR now, because he had four straight good games? The goalposts for this guy. Cody Cece, I was praising when they gave him the game ball. Because he tries real hard. He has no NHL-level talent. Let's say it. Let's, that's cruel. It is not that's a not, kind thing to say. That's not true. What is an what is an, an impressive thing he does? Cody CC had a good game for the first two and a half a two ish period. <laughs> what one is and something he does that's impressive? Uh, he is able to retrieve the puck. Well, I I disagree. I disagree because he's got to identify where it is, and he's usually once the he last player on the that, ice to do it. Once he does that, he's able to get rid of it well to his teammates. He tries hard for sure. Yes, he's, he hustles. Yes, Cody Cece hustles and he blocks shots. Mm-hmm. He works hard. These are good things. These are all good things. Yeah. Mom, picking on him, picking on another guy. Travis Dermott is standing next to a pile of money like the friggin' Joker in Dark Knight and lighting it on fire. That first goal, just abandoning we, his post. We, we thought Travis Dermott was going to make three and a half million bucks. You are uh, you are on drugs. No way. You are on drugs. If he drugs. makes more than, at this point, if he makes more than a, like he can't make 500 grand more than Justin Hall. I said it a few shows ago, explain why he should make more. I don't see Justify how he makes, I, I don't care if he signs a one year deal. If it's any more than two, two and a half, that's too much. The only way to justify it is long if you term? like maybe sign him long term and you're like, he's going to get better. I think he's going to get better. Yeah. Travis Dermott, every game, 
does things where I'm like, holy shit, not many players can do that. Like, j- just the way yeah, he handles listen, the puck, the way you he You can skates. criticize a player without without saying you hate them. You cannot. <laughs> like, you can't this is what bugs me. Every time chokes we... on a 3-1, and also the balls, the balls, to say, we play that game 100 times, we win 99. This isn't the first time they friggin' screwed the yeah. pooch! In the, this is the Toronto Maple Leafs! How dare you tell me that? The fuck? This happened like they, two weeks they ago. They never blow it? Yeah. They blow it every time. Yeah. You liars! Like, what, what are you talking about? I don't even blame the Leafs for saying it. They gotta do their own PR. And today you saw them going to, back, uh, going to bat for Hutch. I get that, man. What are you gonna do? Sandbag your own teammate? I right. get that. And I, 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 if I, you don't work for them, what brainwashing is going on? They fucked up! Say it! Do they look like a cup contender to you? Steve, and if the answer is yes, you're there's wrong. There's a lot of people on your side. They're, the reason the other side exists is because there's a lot of people on your side, and then a lot of people come mm-hmm. back on the other yeah, side. There's and be like, a lot of contrarianism so, out there, and yeah. it's not. It's not. Listen, it's. It's a fact that the Leafs outplayed the Florida Panthers. Right. It's a fact that in the first two periods they should have won the game. Yep. That's what makes it disappointing. Yes. Yes. This wasn't the two-one loss to Calgary. This wasn't them getting goalied. No. Although Bobrovsky was very good. He was very and good. And he robbed them a couple times. Riddich robbed them all night long. Like, it was friggin' ridiculous. This was... They friggin' threw the game away. And it was against the Panthers. It was such a big game. It was a it was a playoff-worthy game. And they, they ruined it. And now... I look at the schedule again, and I and I look at how hard they got to work to dig themselves out of this. And of course, the Panthers played the Blue Jackets last night, and of course, it went to overtime. You're gonna if these guys out of a playoff spot if you keep kid gloving them like this. Like what? The, what do you mean gonna? They're sitting out. They're sitting out. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. you don't even gotta do it. <laughs> They'll do it themselves. You don't gotta do anything. You don't. It's you don't, ridiculous. In what world is it acceptable that the Columbus Blue Jackets have 67 points and the Leafs only have 63? They're like the hottest team in the world since like the beginning of December. Man, I'll, I'll come out and say it. I was not a torts guy. I'm absolutely blown away by what he's done with that team this yeah. year. The Jack Adams is the holy shit, where did you come from award. And that's, and that's he's going to win Jackets. it again. Yep. He deserves to. Yep. He deserves to. And like, and in typical NHL coach fashion, he was like objectively a hundred thousand percent wrong on Anthony Duclair, mm-hmm. and he's still like easily the best coach in the NHL this year. But you show me a great goalie, I'll show you a great coach, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't. You ever hear about these guys mm-hmm. before the season? If you're a Blue Jackets fan, shut your mouth. Anyone else? You hear? Yeah, the you're a big Elvis, Elvis guy. You're a big Elvis, and, and the other one. It's literally Elvis and the other one, because Corpus Allo's out. Who the hell's the other one? They have two Latvian goalies, and one of them's not even Curse of the Goose It's, uh, this team. I, I, but, but it's weird, though, because um, at least we're not complaining about the same thing in February that we were in October. Yeah. At least we're not talking about how weak the right side is and how they don't have a backup goalie. Do you know... Uh, the three teams who have allowed more goals than the Leafs in the Eastern Conference. First of all, it's fucked that there's only three teams. Uh, it's got to be the Devils. Mm-hmm. One. Got to be the Sens. Maybe Two. Detroit. And three. And got to be Detroit. So yeah. Detroit, New Jersey, Ottawa, then the Toronto Maple Leafs in terms of goals that's, allowed in the Eastern Conference. See, that that's, right there, that tells you all you need to know. That's that is number. blatantly unacceptable. And yes, they've had some 8 nothing or we were at a 7-4 to four loss. 
But that's the, the point. Those still that go should into not the numbers. happen. Yeah. And here's the thing, like, like I, I, there are people who are like, listen, you know, when Hutch. Uh, people w- to focus on Michael Hutchinson for a second, who's yeah. had who had had a couple good starts leading into this, and I even said the episode before, I'm like, listen, I'm getting my hopes up with this guy. This is great. It's very clear that Michael Hutchinson cannot come in mid game. If there's one thing that is clear, he is if he is not starting, he is not playing. That's that's what needs to be. Adam, that, it's, you know. it's, it's one of our oldest bits, but oh, I'm sorry that you had to do your goddamn job. But it is your job. One thing Babs was that's right about is gig. that's the gig, and and so um, and it's, Babs was right about a lot of things, but one of those things was. What would what, what, you fill out on your resume? I come into perfect situations, goalie. You're the backup goalie. Sorry, Adam. I guess what I'm trying to say here is, it's perfectly reasonable to be upset. When the team you are dogging it out with for the the final playoff spot, catting it out, went up, bump, and up, I get it. Beats you. Mm-hmm. On at home, mm-hmm. and you and 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 your starting goaltender is now gone for the next week as well. It's okay to be upset about that, and I understand again that all the numbers point to well, the Leafs should have, could have won. But the fact is, an an L is an L is an L, and you have to examine. And Steve, you nailed this. If you keep kid gloving this, you're going to kid glove it right out of the playoffs. The team had. One of the worst possible starts it could have had. Fired the head coach and has been playing at a 112-point clip. And that might not be enough. And what, and what are we going to do? We're going to, if they do make well, the playoffs, they we're, we're going to do the same thing again? Oh, it's at the Bruins. Should, they should have called more penalties. Just, they s- can't do it. They can't do it. So what do you need to see tonight? Because this is the thing. I understand... I understand the other perspective. I get the the whole thing about like, well, listen, it's not as bad as you're making it seem. Yeah, but let people be emotional, and also it is disappointing and extremely bad. Yeah. So fuck off. But but for a second, what do you need to see tonight? Even if they lose, what do you need to see tonight? Can I put this out there? I don't want to see them lose. This is a must-win game. Great. I think it's ridiculous if you go out and you lose this game. You want to make the playoffs? Beat the fucking Rangers. Yeah. So there's that. Um, the game can starts you at seven thirty. Can you kidnap Key or Give? You can try. Okay. Game starts at 7.30, ends around 10. Are you sure? Yes. Hmm. You try your balls off, both of them, from the beginning of the game till the end of it. From the moment the puck is dropped until there is a winner declared. Is that so much to ask? How many games this season have we been like, ah... If, ah, almost every Hutch game, ah, except for that five-minute span, Sam McKee, producer from Sportsnet, had a tweet that a lot of people got mad at for some reason for stating a plain fact that Hutchison has allowed three or more goals in eight different periods this season. That is a no-chancer, guys. No-chancer. There was a game against Washington, and they took too many penalties in that game. I can still remember it. Three, uh, three goals in a period. Boom, boom, boom. Kasperi Kapanen temporarily lost his mind and threw his stick in the third Whoa, game of the season against ah, Montreal. That, wasn't that against? Oh, it was Montreal. It was Montreal. Was like, wasn't that the against 3-1. Oh, my God. And guess what? Austin Matthews, again, saving the team's ass, scores a goal to make it 5-5, I think, in the final minute of that game. Oh, the only the Leafs can turn choking on a 4-1 lead into a comeback. <laughs> That they lost in the shootout because the shootout is Price versus Hutch. There's no shot. Give your team a shot. 
you know what? It's it's insane. We're actually having the conversation of reacquiring Jonathan Bernier, and you know why? Bernier goes out there, and this season anyway, because he's been brutal for a couple, but this season he goes out there and he takes the Detroit holy godding Red Wings, and he gives them a shot. The only thing Bernier can't do is go out there and score goals for them. Unless you're Pecorino. They can't go out and score goals for themselves. No, they're they're closing in on negative um, 100 for goal differential. Mm-hmm. They're a joke. And he goes out there every night and he tries to give them a shot. They're at negative 96, by the way. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is historical. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, no one's ever come close. Year. I don't think anyone's ever come close to that. 96? Uh, no, the record's like 200-something. Oh, is it? It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. expansion... Senators or yeah. something. Oh, okay. I would yeah. Know, this before. Yeah, I would yeah. love to know what the record is over the last like quarter century. Yeah, like in the modern-ish like, era. Like maybe expansion I can probably thrashers tell you. or something, really something like that. Yeah. Um, you got to give your team a shot. got to give your team a well, shot. And, and you know what? In Hutch's defense, if I can, the last couple games he has. Yep. Oh, four straight games. Four yeah. three games, he was lights out. Uh, so you know, and it's not even all him. So we're we're getting to no. We're talking about we're, we're talking about a team Hutch game here. because I I I don't want to focus too much on Hutch because it's very clear that first off, Leafs Nation split on him. Second, he's a guy that cannot come in mid game. So no. stop doing it. Um, well, even they when, had to. Well, yeah, but I mean, like even when they didn't have to pull, when there's times where they didn't have to pull Freddie Anderson and did anyway. Hutch came in and was lit up. <sighs> and I think that we've got to we got to get away from that. I think he's got to be a guy that has the day to plan and prep. And what goalies are weird. They're different animals. Yeah. Let him have the day to prep and plan and whatever until you get a backup. But let me ask you this. Okay, so you need to see tonight. Jesse says that you need to see to win tonight. You need to see what again? A frigging effort. An attention to detail from start to finish. 60 minutes of it. Lacks. Yes. Now, there are teams, teams have be. lapses. The issue I have with the Leafs is when, they're, when their lapses are bad, like when their lapses lapse, they're really bad. It's not like the Penguins have lapses. The Capitals have lapses. Every team. But why is it that the Leafs get scored on every time they have a lapse? That's my question. Because they're really bad. They're really, really bad lapses. And we got to stop like, oh, no, oh, they're giving up scoring chances and this and that. Like, stop talking about scoring chances like they're all equal. You know what I mean? Like, I, I look at that Dermot one and I'm like, I know it's Mark Pesic. He's still in the NHL, and there's still no one on him. If you give him free reign at the frigging net, it's a problem for you. We talked about what Babcock did was so infuriating, where he didn't optimize. Uh, the Leafs had a weak asset, mm-hmm. which is Michael Hutchison, or it's just the backup position in general. Don't, don't bother putting a name on it. It could be Michael Neuverth and his wonky grind. It could be Spark. It could be anybody. Anyway. The fact of the matter is they were always going to spend like league minimum on a backup goalie. So you got to optimize that position. No, you don't. What you actually have to do is play them on the second half of back-to-back every time no matter what. So Babcock didn't give a shit about all that. All of a sudden, Keith is like, you know what? It's not on the second half of a back-to-back, but how about you play Detroit on account of their garbage? How about you play the Sens on account of they're not a very good team this year? Oh, how about you play the Islanders, who are a good team but have a really hard time scoring? He actually started optimizing them a bit for his starts. Couldn't, you know, you don't get to control when he comes in as a backup because uh, Freddie got hurt and all that. Maybe we need to start optimizing 
Who's the most important person for Leafs playoff success? Freddie Anderson. You said it without hesitation, and you're correct. We know the Leafs score a shitload of goals. We know their defense is spotty at best, even when it's fully healthy. When are they going to protect this asset? Anderson is clearly not at 100% and hasn't been for a while. When he's at 100%, he stops all the pucks. All the pucks. He's great. Uh, we got a league minimum back up in there, and it sounds like we're going to have that for the foreseeable future, no matter what their name is. When are we going to protect that asset? When are we going to protect our starting goaltender, who is the most important person to this team, and when are we going to protect the backup goalie position with a defense that actually pays attention and gives a shit? I think Cody Ceci gives a shit. I don't think he'd be in the lineup if he didn't care, he no. has to be the nicest human being in the world, right? And he probably works as hard as he can possibly work. He, the skill set is limited. He, his secret Santa was everyone. That guy got gifts for everybody. Everyone got something from Santa Cece this year. He seems like the nicest guy. Hardest working guy. Cannot defend things. Which last I checked was a defenseman's job. So... I don't know. They, oh, they're scoring at a, you know, they're they're winning at a 112-point clip. Gives a shit. They blew that game, a game that they could not afford to blow. Do not be so condescending to say they win that 99 times out of 100. They don't. We've seen it happen. A change needs to happen. So what do you think the change needs to be? I was super bullish on keeping Kapanen. I'm super bullish on not giving him away for free. But... You missed the practice, the noon practice, and he was getting annoyed, right? He was getting annoyed at all the questions about that. So the last why would he get annoyed at that too? That was yeah. what that bothered. You want to go in on somebody about their their press conference? Kasperi Kapanen's press conference, in my view, was unacceptable. Adam, you ever slept in till noon ever? No. Not unless I was completely fucked up oh. the night before. This is the this is the Toronto media, man. They kept they kept digging. No, I have. I have. Do you want in. my opinion? They kept digging because they didn't believe him. And do you? Well, and, and I don't understand if 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 the whole thing was about accountability. He didn't take he didn't take responsibility. I slept in. It happens. Don't get so defensive, Kasperi. You slept in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's happened before. And he started sounding disappointed in himself, and then he's like, wait a second, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and some people were rightly pointing out, if we're going to talk about accountability, CC cannot play next game. No, I think that's right. He's gonna. No. Do you, so, how much do we, should we put on Keith for putting him out there on the third period so much? Who's it, K- Kavanagh? Yeah, I don't know, CC. No, Kavanagh played a fine oh, game. Oh, listen, yeah. man, I'm with you. I'm, like, I'm with why you. Was I, he, why was he out there so much if he was clearly struggling? Like, I have a problem with that. Because if Cody Cece was a 500 grand player who was playing on the third line and playing nine minutes a night, or not third, like third pairing, like we wouldn't even, it I, wouldn't even be a discussion. I genuinely believe that every coach and general manager has blind spots. And I believe, and, 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 and you'll see this with teams. Apparently the Leafs are really interested in Sam Bennett. And I, I, yeah, according to, uh, that was from Myrtle and Siegel, they have, they've had scouts, they're intrigued, excuse me, by Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett hasn't really done much. And it's sort of one of those things where you get to the NHL level and these guys go and they go, you know what? I know he couldn't work out at that A-class organization. And the Flames are. Just every team has. To, to, you know what? It's, you know what? The Flames don't know what the hell they're talking about. Let us take them. 
we got this. We got and that's this. exactly what the Leafs have done with Cody Ceci. If Kyle, Kyle Dubas is on record. He is bullish on Cody Ceci. He doesn't understand what we all don't see. Except everybody sees it. Yeah. She sees it. I'd pay 200 grand more than I'd need to for that player. Um, if Sam Bennett is attached to Brody and it's a bigger deal, sure. I'm interested. He's but center depth. Great. If the, oh, the Leafs should acquire, and if the name following that uh, the beginning of that sentence is a forward, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, I don't know why they'd be interested in any forwards. Mikheyev comes back. They have the strongest forward group in the NHL, in my opinion. Seriously, like they were rolling when uh, right when Mikheyev got hurt, right when he got hurt, and Janssen hadn't even come back. I don't think we've seen. No, we haven't seen a full group yet because Engvall wasn't there yet. Well, and they're talking about like in the in the trade deadline stuff, speculation that's starting to come up is, well, guys, I mean, they only have Austin Matthews, John Tavares, and Jason Spezza, and Engvall's doing. Have you hated Engvall in third line center? Because I certainly haven't. He's no. been fine. And and are we does Kerfoot stop existing? Well, yeah, but he's playing with Tavares, and that's fine. But like yeah. the point I'm trying to make here is, why are we worried about? Like, why are we even thinking about? It's that? such a secondary down the line problem. It's barely a problem. You're worried about a third line center when your right half looks like that. It's right. not Come even on. a problem. It's like it's not a problem. It's a, that's the point. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. The problem right now is the same problem they had in 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, and 18, 19, which is what defense and a and, backup and goaltender, backup goalie, unless it's named unless, Curtis McElhinney. Yeah, unless it's a season and a half <laughs> of Curtis McElhinney. So, so this is the thing. And this is where I think Kyle Dubas needs to really step up. And you know what? I say that with the asterisks of he has stepped up and done a lot sure. of great things. Tyson Berry, John Tavares, Alexander Kerfoot. He, the, Kyle, what Kyle Dubas has done with this team in the last 18 months is remarkable. And I don't care what anyone says. You, it's objectively on paper one of the best 18-month runs that any general, general manager has ever done. And a lot of it is undoing some of the bullshit that... The previous group put them in. Zaitsev contract, Marlowe contract, everything else that goes along with that. But there are two things he has not solved yet. And that is the stuff that people are going to hold him to account to, whether he likes it or not. And I'll defend the Barry trade. That needed to happen. Yes, it I did. I love Nazem Kadri with all my little. And, warm and Tyson Barry's been great. I don't yes. care if, if anybody tells they you Tyson, if Tyson Berry, mm -hmm. if, if you were to say to me at, right at the Mike Babcock firing, Tyson Berry hasn't been great, trade looks like a disaster, I'd have been like a little too early, and yes, I agree with you, he's not looked great. But since then, Tyson Berry's been unbelievable. So if you think, yeah. so if you're still saying Tyson Berry's bad, you're objectively wrong. Every metric available, points, goals, assists, courtsy, everything you want to look at, he's been phenomenal. My issue is this, if you can't find a guy with defensive acumen, and I'm not looking for Petrangelo. We're I'm, literally looking for better than CC. Better than CC cuz Justin Hall's been great. If you like if you could find another Justin Hall, another like Justin Hall, let Justin I, Hall ideally, play the third line. Yeah, I, <laughs> or, in, in an ideal world he probably doesn't play in your top 4, but he's good with Muzzin. Now that Muzzin's back, I think he looks a-okay. Dude, like I don't know. I I don't know. I just I I I'd even like I get to have deja vu every time I sit in this chair. Like, when when love, are we going to stop talking about this issue? I'd love to see him and Morgan Riley back together. If that doesn't work, I'd love to see a Travis Dermott, uh, Tyson Berry combo. See what happens mm -hmm. there. It'd be one of the most terrifying combos in the NHL, and no defense. But I would. It would well, just be they, fun. They do play together, but you you can't have them. 
you can't have him close a game. No, you need someone who can actually do that. And that's why like people are saying, what about PK? PK is not, guys, no. PK is and more than not now. PK Subban? He's out now. He, but he, that's with uh, illness. Oh, that's not yeah. Injury. No, I, I think PK's, PK's not the guy you need. Yeah. Although he's probably the easiest to be had at this point. Um, I I really I think you could get PK for almost nothing and full yeah. half salary retained. Like I'm I'm not kidding. Which is like a quarter of his salary. Yeah. Right. But that's um, this isn't the time for PK. No. No. One thing I've been thinking about that I think should hang on Dubis is that I look at a team like Pittsburgh and the way they've built their system with Wilkesbury and just the kind of hockey they play, and they're able to just plug and play any no-name creative player, no matter who's on defense or offense, just play around those guys and work the coach's system. And then Toronto just not set up like that, so you have to build. They're the trying team. to. They're trying to, <laughs> but the way it is now, they're they have to build a team that can play this style of hockey that's so fast. And he's just trying to outscore you. What are you going to say, Steve? Well, Jesse, I want you to look something up. They're okay. for, to, to say, I just want to say, I want to step in and say, I think that their forwards, they've done a great job with their forwards. Yes. Their plug and play with forwards is great. Defense, I'm with you. And it's just, it's been a struggle at defense. Yeah. that goalie. Sandy, like, Sandy's been great, though. You can't, um, you can't plug and play the goalies, but at least you can play a defensive system that helps your goaltending yes. where you can raise a save percentage from a defensive end. And they haven't done that either. But can I feel you, Pittsburgh's been great at that. Can you look up the Marley's record? Sure. From November 20th onward. Ooh, that's going to be a little difficult. It is going to be a little difficult. <laughs> Jesse, I'll, I'll give no, it no, to you. Here, I'll make it Just easier for you. Time. I'll make it way easier for you. Count the wins. So Jesse brings up a great point. Maybe a little unfair on account of Pittsburgh's probably the best at it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're comparing them to the best. When is it? November 2nd? 20th. November 20th, all right. The Toronto Marlies. Suck. Suck. Do they? Suck. Jesse, count the wins. Count the wins from November 20th. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll take them very long. The only way it would take long is if you counted the number of games as well. Uh, I'm starting to think Sheldon Keefe might be pretty good at this, guys. Because that team... Thanks. They are really struggling. They've had a lot of difficulty with not that different of a roster, man. All the key components are there. It's that or Pierre Engvall is that dope, which maybe. Well, uh, I also wonder, too, like Bracco has had a bit of a down season compared to last. Yeah, I mean, he was still an all-star, but I don't think he's scoring as much. He's and got now, a ton of it. Now he's leaving because of personal reasons. He's, uh, for personal reasons, and Marley's head coach, Greg Moore, said um, uh, he's out like indefinitely or something like that. There's no timetable for his return. So whatever that means, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I just hope he's okay. Um, yeah, I have no idea what that means. But um, in terms of... And in, in a business sense, the trade chip's off the board. Uh, at the moment, unless that's why he's being held out, I don't know. Or maybe he's maybe he's just. I mean, I got to tell you, it's tough to work for an organization when you're on, when you feel you're way, way on the way out the door. Like you feel like you're already like you're already checked out in your head. So maybe he just felt like you know what, I just can't do this. I can't fake this anymore. I, but, I agree. That's, but a, that, that's a complicated topic. But yeah. a complicated topic. But sorry, I don't want to say that that's what it is. Um, because I, no, the, but there's reason to believe that that, or maybe it's not, or maybe it has nothing to element. do with that. If that were the case, excuse me, let me just let me rephrase that. If that were the case, I would completely understand that. 
I get that. I've lived that. It sucks. And I get it. And people people would say they're shit or whatever, but I think he'd be completely justified in being like, okay, you guys have never given me a shot in like four years, like four or five years. Come on. Um, and so, you know, I could get that. If it's something completely different, that's fine too. Whatever. Just get better. But from a business standpoint, the Leafs, you would think, were hoping to use him as a trade piece. And that could impair some things going into the uh, the deadline. That simply isn't happening. Jesse, but- you wanna you wanna start from November thirtieth because on November twentieth oh, they went on a three game winning streak. Okay, but if you minus that winning streak, then they are eleven seventeen and two. Eleven seventeen and two since November thirtieth. How'd they do in December? Uh, December, I'll just count up the wins. That is because I know zero, they're on a real real downturn right now. They have something like two wins in their last fifteen. Or something like that. They've been getting run over. And this is with an all-star AHL goalie in Casimir Kaskiswo, who, by the way, his numbers have taken a tumble too. They had five wins in December. Five wins in December. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's not good. No. Um, one of the things that Elliot Friedman mentioned in 31 Thoughts today... Today, Kyle Dubas has made it clear he won't trade for a goalie unless the upgrade is significant and it isn't cost prohibitive. Two big asks. That that's I'm um, Kyle Dubas would like a twenty five thousand dollar Bugatti. <laughs> Can you read that one more time? <laughs> so one person that Elliot Friedman said that they might consider is Jack Campbell in L.A. because mm. Jack Campbell um, was, I guess, a Kyle Dubas guy. He traded for him once back in the uh, the Sioux days. Oh. So maybe Jack Campbell, man, he was so highly touted. Uh, he was. One of the goalies the States used at the 2010 World Juniors. That's when dastardly John Carlson scored on Canada in overtime to win it all. And I remember a scout. He did it out good. He, oh, yeah. He uh, is yeah, dastardly. I remember a scout, though, like because uh, Jack Campbell made a crazy save, and he just turned around, and he goes, that kid has ice in his veins. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't quite worked out for him. Um, but he's come on the past couple of years or so. Sure has. Look at these numbers. To become a really good backup. So the horrendous Kings last year, he played 31 games. He went 10 and 14, but his 928 save percentage should interest you. Holy shit. Now it's only a 900 this year. But what's quicks? Uh, exactly. I have no idea what's quick. I don't have quicks right here, but... Uh, doesn't start with a nine. No, it doesn't probably. It is definitely doesn't. Jonathan Quick has not had a nine save percentage since 1718. Blood he had an 888 and an 895 this year. So, not good. You know, it's no, it's not. Um, so, Jack Campbell would be great, but it's a question of then. And the Leafs and Kings have made trade partners before. You wonder if they could make a package deal. Maybe Alec Martinez and Jack Campbell for X. And I don't know what X is on the Leafs. Last night on Ice Surfing, Jeff Merrick asked me. Uh, so, he's just like, here, let's get a tight shot of Steve. I just want his facial reaction. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> the, the trade is Jack Campbell and Alec Martinez for Kasperi Kapanen. And I went. My eyebrows went up. But Alec Martinez is old, man. Yeah. But you have him for this year and next, and that's it. How much? Does and Jack Campbell. How much does he make? Three something. I think he makes just under what Kapanen makes. Can Cody Cece go back in that? He'd have to to free up the space. He'd probably have. He to. wouldn't have to. The Kings might have to retain <clears throat> a little bit. 
No, but I just want them. But if you're the kings, you just take it, right? <laughs> like it's like, uh, like who cares? I it's, hope they do. <laughs> yeah, what if they just take Cece? I mean, that'd be dope. I don't know if they could do it. He makes but four million. Yeah. At this point, I yeah, don't. I think you no, I think you would have to figure something out with Cody right. Cece. His his prorated salary for the rest of the year is just under two million. Here's how bad the Cody Cece situation is. Mm. Rationally, you shouldn't care because his deal is up at the end of the season. Who cares? But he is such an anathema to Toronto fans that it's like, no, please trade him now and we'll give up an asset to get rid of him because we just don't want him to see him in a, in a jersey anymore. That's how bad it is. And listen, you can call me a bad person for saying that, but tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, because there's still three months left under that contract and we're trying to win the playoff round here. We're trying to get into the playoffs first. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll say trading him just to trade him at this point is a little irrational. Because if someone gets hurt, you need a body. And you're going to ask Lilligren to be that guy? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, but maybe you should have evaluated that a little sooner. You know what I mean? The guy's played one game, and they got killed. I'd like to see him up again. I don't know why they haven't brought him up. I would too, but they clearly feel that's not the right decision. So to me, if you can... Man, there, there's, there's a trade I don't completely hate. Like, there's the base of what could be a deal. Are there picks involved? Are there whatever? Oh, involved? you mean you mean? Well, Lilligren. No, 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 no not, not trading him. No, 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 no. He's I'm ta- I'm man, that guy's about, uh, the Kapanen for Martinez and Campbell deal, potentially. You trade. Listen, Kapanen is. You hate it. I hate it a little. You hate it a I little. Think, why is you that? You hate it a little. Why See, is that? Because I don't think Alec Martinez and Jack Campbell are worth Cap. I guess Barry Kapanen in the future that that guy has. It's not perfect, but you address both your weaknesses yeah. with, uh, listen, I like Kapanen, cost-controlled, 23, one of the fastest players in the league. He'd certainly be attractive to the Kings. He provides everything they lack, basically. Is it worth it to address both weaknesses with this one player? Not like that. I think you got to get fair value. What's fair In fact, I, How far I don't know. Is that from being okay, right? It's not that far. See, but I think maybe you get. <laughs> See, it's maybe not you get far. Carl Grundstrom back. I don't know. Like it's there's got to be kill for Gr- Carl Grundstrom <laughs> yeah, back, but I don't think that's going to happen. Should, then I love the Kings way, are losing that trade. Sean Drizzy yeah. has not done well, by the way, in the AHL. No, no. that's a shame. He might listen. It's his I first wish year. I got him back. It's his first oh, year. Well. It's his first year. Mm-hmm. He might do better next year. Little Grim wasn't great in his first year in the A either. He was okay. He was good. But, like, not great. We're all, at this point, we're all agreed on selling the future to win now. Not all of the future, and I still... <laughs> but at least some Kapanen of it. Kapanen is the present. Yeah, Kapanen... You know what I mean? He's also the future. He's in his second yeah, deal, he's though. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't give up... At this point, their future consists of three players, mostly. And that is Lilligren... Sandine makes zero sense to trade either of them, unless you're getting God back. Uh, and up front, Nick Robertson. There's and no one that's, else. It's interesting you frame I'm sorry. it like that. He just named a trio of defensemen. Are we just going to let that fly by? Uh, you know what's going to be great? When Nick Robertson plays 1,500 games, and that follows me my entire life. Oh, I can't wait. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, Jesse, to interrupt. Please so continue. Good. It's interesting that you frame the future, and you don't include the bunch of 20-year-olds who are on your top line. Of course. But, like, the fu- yeah, but they are the now. But, yeah, but they they're are also the, now. the future. They're like, pay- I don't think we should... They're paid, like, the now and, and near future, and right? Any trade yeah. that includes the top four is wrong. 
Uh, what about Matthew Tavares? No. Nope. Uh, Nylander, nope. Marner? No. <laughs> None of those guys. What about any of the guys who make the team special? No. Yeah, no. No. That doesn't make any sense. So, you know, at some point, you got to give some to get some. You cap it in that something. He might be that something. If Mikheyev comes back, man, what about and he's okay? I'm sure Buffalo would give you Colin Miller for a bag of pucks at this point. Like, come on, try that. He's got two years left. Yeah, I don't want Colin. He's Miller got two years left, and he can barely What's crack he make? a garbage roster. Yeah. What's he make? Uh, three points. I want to say seven. I five. think Spezza could barely crack the Leafs roster. And look at how great he's been under it's a different a coach. Different. Man, this the Sabres down. suck. There's the something. Suck. We had Dwayne on the last episode. There's Gerard Gallant poison. didn't like him either. Gerard Gallant didn't like him either. What's going on with Colin Miller, man? I don't want Colin Miller. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. The Sabres got to retain at least half. Fine. They wouldn't do that. There's two and a half years left. They wouldn't do that. I'd rather have a guy who scored a Stanley Cup winning goal and is still, you know, decently good at hockey. You know what? Alec Martinez. Get the jerseys he's made. He's 32, guys. There. Get the jerseys some, made. Guys, he's 32. And at the end of all this, he'll be gone. Yeah, like, so are you soon. True. Whoa. <laughs> but I'm not a Leaf. And Steve could be. Like, Steve will be. Oh, you'll be a 32-year-old before I will be, actually. Yeah, and look at me. Prime of my life. Right? Start Steve's trying to get abs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jesse, about that. I don't think it's going to happen. But I will get better. <laughs> Joe Rogan get abs. Anybody can get abs. Ah. And a freaking guy, all he got to do is smoke a whole You know, his, his podcast made $30 million last year. That is a lot of million dollars. Yeah. Man, that so, is, uh, how many years of just Jeff Skinner is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just you being know, mean to the Sabres. I like Jeff Skinner. I like Jeff Skinner too. I don't know. Like, I just, there's, there, so yeah, there's got to be. I'm being mean to the Sabres because I hurt. If, there is, if, you, if the Leafs go through the trade deadline and all they do is get healthy. No, not enough. I don't hate it. See, I don't hate Morgan that Morgan Riley's back. That's something. Morgan Riley back. Freddie so Anderson's like? healthy. Now well, you, Riley, like? Barry, Muzzin, Hall, Dermot, CeCe. That's... You, you cannot take... No! there's. <laughs> you can't have them in your top six! You can't, but they will. See, uh, Sandine Dermot. Which is I would, far okay. from perfect. Sure. Steve, I would I would love that, but uh, that's that's fantasy land though. You know CC's going to play unless CC gets injured. The one guy then who's winning who's the been Stanley Cup is fantasy too. Perfectly healthy. He's been perfectly healthy this year. He's been just <laughs> the most <laughs> healthy specimen the Leafs have ever had is Cody CC. Guys in the prime of his life. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I think I think uh, him and Tom Brady. I'll, I'll tell you this. <laughs> you I'll know, say this. It's Cody, CZ, and Tom Brady. Yeah, the pinnacles you know, of health. And, and pinnacles of performance. <laughs> right? But let me just say this. If the Leafs go through the trade deadline and do nothing, I will be disappointed. But I would be more disappointed if they did something stupid. So, I don't think right. move stupid. Well, I didn't say it was stupid. I, didn't, I wasn't taking shots at your move. <laughs> You took fucking shots. <laughs> I don't. Fucking again, move? this is like criticizing a player, and it's like you hate that player. No, I'm criticizing what they did. Are you calling? It's like it's like. Are you calling? Every time somebody, if, every time somebody tweeted me, I go, "Why do you hate me?" People be like, "What's wrong with you?" What? Like yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just criticizing something you said. It doesn't mean I hate you. This is exactly what we're talking about. So here's the thing: if the Leafs go through the trade deadline, Steve, you are saying that if they don't do an upgrade at least one of those positions, you'll be disappointed. Yes. Yes. You need a better defense if you want to make the playoffs, let alone have any success in them. 
Dude, the Vancouver Canucks, when they made the Stanley Cup final in 2011, used 13 defensemen. Let's do that exercise with the Leafs. Okay, so they got their uh, seven guys when they're healthy, which is all their guys. Now there's Lily Grin. He gets hurt. All right, so there's eight. Who's nine? Marinchin. Marinchin, there's nine. Who's next? Kiwi Homie? K? He hasn't played yet, but fine. Who's 11? Okay. Well, we got Ben Harper. We got Fuck. Jordan Schmaltz. Oh my God. Kevin Gravel, if he's ready to go. Hopefully. There's an answer. Uh, Mac Hollowell. You cool. have you have eleven guys who could play on an NHL. Who have Jesse, played? How in. dare you? Ben Harper can barely those, play on the Marlies. Those are extreme circumstances, and in that case, your top four would be playing twenty-five minutes. It's the playoffs. That is true. Ben Harper have a reasonable reaction. Ben Harper no, was, bullshit, guys. <laughs> ben Harper was so not good that even Babcock wouldn't play him. Man, and and he was six foot eight every time he hit the ice. We're not saying we're gonna play good players in this scenario. We're saying last resort. He's six foot eight every time he hits the penalty box and the bench as well. Uh, uh, dude, um, I think they need they need someone who moves human beings away from the crease. Jake Muzzin does that. End of list. Morgan Riley sometimes, but he's not there, is he? No. He'll Justin be, Hall is he'll not He'll be that evaluated person. in another month. Cody Cece's <laughs> not strong enough on his skates to be that person. No. Dermot can be that person because he doesn't give a shit, but his decision-making is still young. It's still way too young. If, you know, do I think Alec Martinez is the perfect solution? No. Jack Campbell. Something there, man. There's something there. So you're saying... Because Adam said, I don't if they so. go through the trade deadline, am I right, Adam? You'd be happy. Or you'd be okay All with I it. need for them is to get healthy. Right. And stop playing Cody Cece. Okay, and well, that'll take a month, and it'll take a month, maybe. And Steve's on the side of, you need to get at least one defenseman. Yes, for crying out loud. I, I would prioritize defenseman ahead of goalie. Just to be clear, Kapanen, straight up for Jack Campbell and Alec Martinez, and you're okay with it. I don't know about straight up. LA has to give something else. They have to. Kasperi Kapitan is young and he's that good. Wait, so it needs to be three guys. He, he would he would be a or first a liner or something there because he's so fast. Yeah. He has to play with Kopitar. So you want like a second as well or a third? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how seconds and thirds are are, are even valued anymore because the. I mean, it wouldn't be a first because LA's first is going to no. be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out like how could we. But yeah, man, listen, I, we're if, cooking. If, if, if no, you can get a second rounder out of L.A., you're picking in the 30s. Is CC involved? Yeah. Is a pick involved? Is Toffoli involved? Is there something there? Right now, you're both you're standing on opposite sides of the dance floor, but you've made eye contact. That's what we have here. Me? What are your thoughts on Sean Walker? I'm into him. I'm into him, dude, but like... I, everyone keeps bringing him up. I don't know why. I don't know what incentive LA has. Well, he's coming that. up on the end of his deal. He's going to be an RFA. But he's cheap. Oh, he's cheap right now. Like I'm. I like Sean Walker. I like Dylan Demello. And he's 25. That's the thing. Is that if 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 LA, I mean, if the Leafs are looking for depth, Sean Walker is what depth looks like. Of course. And if you're giving up Kasperi Kapanen, then you better get some damn depth. Yeah. 
I mean, it, listen, if that is a possibility, I'll absolutely take him. I just don't see the benefit for L.A. Unless he's made it very clear, listen, I'm gone. But you still got to get value. It doesn't matter if he's gone. I'd love him. I would love him. But that'd be very interesting. And then, so wasn't he Muzzin's partner? So you could potentially have Muzzin Hall, Riley Walker, or Riley Hall, Muzzin Walker... Don't care, don't care. I don't, there's, I'm telling you, we've made eye contact. Here's something that I punch, wouldn't. Punch, you want punch? Here's, here's something I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily. Here's what I want to know, Jesse. Do you have. I hate spitball and trade talk, but. We're I, here don't, now. I don't, I don't. I actually love it. It's fun. Um, Jesse. Yes. Let me ask you something. I just want you to know that the Central Registry uh, approved the trade of Alex Martinez, Jack Campbell, and a third-round pick for Kasperi Kapanen. Does oh, that mean anything? On, on no, cap this friendly. Is, <laughs> this is cap friendly's. Uh, so they have a new. What's it called exactly? I can't remember. Uh, trade machine. Trade machine. So they have it so that you can make a trade proposal, and they tell you, yes, that works, or no, stupid, that doesn't mm-hmm. work. Pull the Here's third why. and put Sean Walker in. Also, I want to know something. Yes, you were asking a question. Yes, a playoff-bound team Mm. that can't score. (laughs) Find Uh me a playoff-bound team that can't score. I'm serious. Okay. And there's a reason I'm asking. So, if there is a playoff-bound team that has not scored a lot of goals this year, I would like to know. Islanders potentially. Uh, Central Registry does approve the trade with uh, Sean Walker. Okay, included there as well. So you look at the teams that can't score goals. Stars being one of them. Um, playoff bound team. Islanders. Da- yeah, Islanders. Um, Columbus is having a hard time scoring goals. Only 144. They're only two up on the Islanders. Um, the rest of them can score pretty good. So you so y- you narrow it down. There. I can list you the rankings of the playoff teams who can't score. It's Dallas, Columbus, Philly, Philly? Vegas. Philly is the score. bottom score. Yeah, they're uh, and the Islanders. The Islanders too. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, it's the Islanders. So, so then, what you do is you say, here's a guy that can score. And Calgary. Here's a guy that... <sighs> we'll talk about Calgary. Here's the guy that scores. How about you give us a guy who can defend? I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Like, I'm not a big trade from a uh, or, position of strength guy, but... Or you give us an expiring contract of a guy who can defend. We will give you Tyson Berry. I would love to avoid that, but like I like Tyson Mary a lot. You be, he, they better be real good. They well, if there, what if there's real a real good defenseman that's available on it? Like, look at the team How defenses. How many real good defensemen are available? Not a ton. You Tyson Mary's I mean? real good. Or the more realistic scenario, L.A. Kings over there looking fine. I'm over here looking good. I got the fresh. Food. I think you got the beer goggles on for the Kings, man. I think they look better in the club lights than they do in real life. To be honest with you. All we have is tonight. <laughs> I don't want to look at Kasperi Kapanen in three years down the road and go, we only got Alex Martinez and 28... We got 32-year-old Alec Martinez and 28-year-old Jack Campbell for him? No thanks. No way. No. I still think there's something to be worked out with the Rangers, too. When you would be Alec Martinez. I think... Listen, you can sing to me all you want, and you're right. Waiting for Jack Campbell. And that's a great song. You should have gone with... Uh, Pitbull. Picture that like a Kodak. Oh, oh stop it. <laughs> oh, tonight. <laughs> Who's the other guy on that song? Is it Neo? Is yeah. it Usher? 
No, no, Neo, yeah. Neo. It's, no, I should that's the like other his worst performance ever. Yeah. It's like, man, did anyone like proof Why? Why is that song so popular? It's a because it, it's it bangs if it's two a.m. Does and it? it? It's uh, two thousand. What was that? Like seven? Man, uh, eleven. Eleven. Twenty eleven. <laughs> I hated that song for the first time I played it, and I played it to death. And I never understood why people liked that song. You need beer goggle music. You need vodka. And, I was uh, drinking dance, a lot of vodka and a, back then. and a dance floor. You listen to that song at ten a.m. You got problems. Yeah. Well, you I were was doing radio. Point. I was doing radio. <laughs> if if it's if it's ten p.m. and I'm Still, driving, nah. and you're telling me. Hey, whatever you're doing, right. you're with your friends, you pull a U-turn right now, and you go to, what is it, Cocktail House in Pickering? They always tell you to go to, uh-huh. on Brock Road, or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, everyone's going clubbing in Pickering for sure. You and you're sitting there, lad? and you're saying, me not working hard, yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square and take a picture of me with a Kodak. He rhymed it with, and you know why he said Kodak twice in that song? Why? Because Kodak paid him a million dollars to oh, do yeah. it. And then they went bankrupt. But I'm not kidding, Kodak paid for that. That's my best lyric, uh, my favorite lyric since they call me go so hard because I go so hard. She's got a big booty, so I call her big booty. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. Let's, um, why do we do this? You ever wonder that? Like, why do we just sit here? When all we got to do is just become internet rappers, take a flight to Jamaica, and lie that we have the coronavirus. That's something that happened, by the way, if you don't know this story. Yeah. A Toronto guy who's 29, by Who the way. Who looks exactly like Frank Carrado. Um, don't insult don't Frank Carrado like he that. He looks exactly... Don't, pull up his picture. No, don't insult No, Frank, Frank Carrado has a soul. Yeah. Um, I agree. I didn't say he was Frank, Frank Carrado. I just human. said he looks like... If this guy, if this guy, like Bart in The Simpsons, if the guy blew on, on glass, like on cold glass, nothing would happen. Remember when Bart sells the soul? soul. (laughs) This guy, so this guy, this is what this guy does, okay? He gets up. (laughs) This guy gets up on an airplane. These guys, these people, okay. How many vacations, how many vacations to the south do you guys get a year? I've been on one in my, in the last. Entire life. In the last 10 years. Last 10 years. And where did you go? I went to Mexico okay. this past summer. Usually one every two First years, time. and it's like to visit family. In Aberdeen, yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Where it's past, colder. This past year, we went to Florida for five days. Yeah, and normally you go to you go from Toronto, Toronto where it's 25 degrees, and you go to, to Aberdeen where it's 14. Oh, 25, 30. Yeah. And, yeah, and I pack all my sweaters. <laughs> Can't wait to spend two weeks here. No, I, I actually I do no, love I know it, you but the there are days where I'm like I'm pretty fucking cold right now. Yeah, you could have just you could just <laughs> go to Spain from there. Jeans. But anyway, that sucks. The long story short here <laughs> is that people work their asses off. This city's extremely expensive to live in, so you save and save and save, and you buy your thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollar trip to Jamaica to stay at your all inclusive, so you can have a fucking break. And Not this just guy, a break. no, this guy, no, this this is a fucking break. Yeah, we're oh, still talking right. about coronavirus. So coronavirus out. guy gets on the plane. <laughs> I thought this was Frank Carrano. And he stands up and he looks around and he's got his phone going and he's like, "Just attention, everyone. I just came from Wuhan province. Sat back down. So what is the flight crew to do mid-flight? Well, they can't land in Jamaica now, knowing that information. They can't. Well, they and actually Lord knows where this plane is. The the plane is halfway to Jamaica. Like above water? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they go, okay, I guess we're turning it around now. 
And that's what they did. They turned it around. They land back, it landed back in Toronto. They tested the guy once he got off the plane. These people lose an entire day of their vacation that they worked really hard for. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. even think of them. Oh my and they God. have to, yeah. And then they have to fly back. And this guy gets arrested and he's going to, you know, get a couple mischief charges. And he starts the interview. Every person on that plane should sue him. He starts the yeah. interview with Global News yesterday saying, yeah, I fly to Jamaica five times a year. Well, you know what? And he, he lives with no- his parents. Oh, oh. And, he th- and he's done this before. He did it. He stood up on a plane once and he's like, I think everyone on this plane should listen to the new Lil Wayne album. And they sat back down. And he's like, I did that before and I thought this was another way just to go viral. I didn't think the plane, people on the plane would be affected. I thought just people on the internet would like it. He did it for Instagram Club. Literally. And it's <laughs> not even one of those like adorable things. Who made this burger? You ever seen any of those? That's, That's funny. funny. This burger's amazing. I want you to make my burger every time. I love those ones. If yeah. you're going to disrupt yeah. the public space, you better be fucking hilarious. Yes. yes. You better, you got to hit it 10 out of 10 or else you're just annoying. Yes. And you're an asshole. Yeah. Or you're that, that trainer that just walks into that and it catches his, have you seen that guy? The guy just, oh, <laughs> what? he walks the, into the, it like this a. This dude who literally looks like Goro from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he just walks in, is, is like, and he, and he pumps his arms like this. It's clearly it, fake. Yeah, but, like okay. his client's getting a donut, and you just go slap, <laughs> <laughs> slaps it right out of his hand. That's funny. It's so good. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing we're like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. this guy's just a numbskull, yeah. like just stupid. He's trying to be a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> you just reminded me of the, of the trainer guy. That's, yeah, he, anyway, he looks like Goro. So anyway, you better be oh, yeah. endearing or hilarious if you're mm-hmm. interrupting the public. No, I don't know how we got on this, but what a stupid story. What a stupid, stupid, stupid move. Stupid, stupid person. Uh... Weak parents, dude. Yeah. yeah. Hey, question for you. I got a couple uh, DMs about this. Um, Worse is... or better than Chair Girl? Oh, no. This is hockey. So it's better. No, no, no. no. The oh, worse? plane guy. No, Chair Girls put like, people's lives in danger. Okay. So Chair Girl's worse. Okay. <sighs> I mean, this guy pulled 200 people off a flight pattern, yeah. which is also a bad idea. When do we find out they're dating? Six Buzz will announce it at some point. Six Buzz, the Instagram account. Within two uh, weeks, book it. Yeah, you're right. This guy <laughs> even said two weeks. he's an artist. He's got a page, but we're not going to say his name. No. Not honestly, I can't even remember his name. Uh, Fuckhead McScrotum is his Instagram. So everyone visit Fuckhead McScrotum. Don't uh, do that. No, don't do that. Especially <laughs> not on your work Wi-Fi. <laughs> Interesting. So anyway, it's a weird name. Dustin Muffley, guys. Uh, Looks like this this thing's coming to an end. Um, And I wonder if with this mutual termination thing that's coming with Winnipeg and with him, and I'm sure there'll be some sort of payout or something that Winnipeg makes. My question is, if that happens, um, and Winnipeg is now able to make trades and that sort of thing, which would be good for them. um, I wonder if Dustin Bufflin is not a guy, if he wants to play this year, that the Leafs go, what do we got to do? Then you trade Cody Cece's contract. I just don't see... I don't see him fitting well into the Leaf system, to be honest. I don't see him being good at hockey at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the maybe... dude hasn't skated in his ankles, Brock, and Lord knows what he's walking around at. You know, like, the, that guy in the offseason is like 300 pounds, and it's the offseason. It's cool. He's kind of old school in that regard, but, like, he hasn't skated. So, I, listen, Dustin Bufflin healthy? <laughs> Plunked into the Leafs lineup? Oh. Hilarious! Yeah. Cup contention immediately. But... I also don't see him getting good by June. 
You know, like even oh. if there's a deep playoff run, I don't see him getting up to the speed that we expect Dustin Bufflin to be at. William Nylander, like literally, all he did was take time off. He and he's 21. Fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he was fine. Yeah. Fine. And sucked. And it, he came back and he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Should be. Should and be this is a fresh. guy who's ancient by hockey terms. By professional athlete terms. Professional, yeah. Yep. And he's in a unique circumstance. He's playing in a sport full of, you know, like 190 pound guys now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he plays at like 270. Mm-hmm. On an ankle that he could blow was you misdiagnosed. Up. Blow you up. He could blow you up. If he can move. Well, I, I would love to know. Going. I would love to know if he could. But here's here's what I'd really like to know, and this is what's really important, guys. So, if his ankle is good, mm-hmm. what's Dustin Bufflin worth? Because at this point, he's magic beans. I think his contract's magic beans. I'm always amazed. Like, you know what? This reminds me of a little bit. It's it's not a great comparison, but remember uh, Vincent LeCavalier got bought out. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was by the Lightning. And then he, because he, he was making like seven or something. And then he went to Philly? Philly for like four. And then and they, I was like, how'd you land on four? <laughs> and he just the, got bought out. And then they bought him out, uh-huh. and then he went to k- Chicago. I think he was the first player He's to ever be, played by th- uh, uh, to ever be paid by three teams at the same time. Good you, for him. You know what Dustin Bufflin isn't worth? More than a half-season deal is what I would say. If yeah, any, I would if just sign somebody's willing to give him a multi-year deal, he's going to take that, and nobody should do that. I hope for his own sake he doesn't come back until he's ready. September. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, let me ask you this: There are two players in Montreal. First off, shout out to the first one because he did the coldest thing I've ever seen in the NHL. Oh ever. yeah. Uh, there are two players in Montreal that I'm shocked are not higher on trade bait boards right now. Sure. Ilya Kovalchuk last night. They were booing him all night in Jersey, and he finishes them off in the shootout and tells them all to shh. And the Devils that is blew a 3 nothing lead. Magic. That team, Ooh. man. Man, that was magic. Keith Kincaid is shocking. <laughs> but he the was he got he them into the playoffs a couple years ago. That magic's gone. That Fidelius charm has worn off. <laughs> that dude, two of those goals are ECHL emergency goalie goals. <laughs> They're, they were horrible. It's a little rude. <laughs> Have you seen the highlights? No. Well, I did on ice surfing. Hashtag. And they were brutal. One of them wasn't even a shot. It was an accident. Go look at the tying goal from last night. It was literally an accident. But he missed it because he was... He was like he was like a Roomba. Just sort of lazily across the ice. Oh, it was bad. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. But anyway, Kovalchuk. <laughs> Kovalchuk. Is Ilya Kovalchuk... It's not a question of whether Ilya Kovalchuk is going to get traded. It's a question is, is Ilya Kovalchuk now worth a second-round pick? Uh, I would say yes. Let me... Yeah. But here, let me follow that up with a follow-up question. Did Ilya Kovalchuk uh, uh, try for a single game as a member of the LA Kings? Well... <laughs> I initially thought, how could that be right, Steve? But I'm looking at his stats. He played 17 games in L.A. this year. Now, given his ice time's a bit different, and L.A. sucks. But Montreal hasn't been great. And in 17 games, he had 9 points. In 13 with Montreal, he has 10. Dude, I know the Kings are a bad team and struggle to score, and there was probably a lot expected of them. But everything about his tenure there and the way he played and his tenure with Montreal and the fact that he didn't play for like a month before stepping into a Habs uniform and being good immediately. 
suggests that he signed his deal with L.A. and literally went, ha, gotcha, and turned it off. You think so? You watch him now and you watch him then and you tell me what you think. I don't think he tried as a member of the L.A. Kings. He's great now. He's a good player. Ilya Kovalchuk's a good player. It's not a controversial take. He should be worth something to the highest bidder. And Ilya Kovalchuk wants a cup bad. Like, remember him, 2012, eight years ago, but with the Devils? That guy, he had like a broken rib or something like that, and he was their MVDMP. Mm-hmm. He was so good. I don't think he tried as a member of the LA Kings. Can I, can I give you some information before some we information. move on too quickly? Uh, Keith Kincaid didn't play last night. <laughs> it was Louis Domingue. No, 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 no. Keith Kincaid is the Habs goalie. Oh, the Habs goalie. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. He used to be a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant... I was like, Louis Domingue doesn't... I got uh, hot Keith in Kincaid the face for a second there. Was play like, for the Devils. <laughs> Louis Domingue shocking, too. <laughs> okay. No, uh... The, the tying goal... It wasn't... Also, um... Oh, Keith, Charlie Lindgren's yeah, Keith in Keith Kincaid that. didn't play for the Habs last night, either. Are you sure? Oh, it was, it was Lindgren. Charlie Lindgren. Yeah, yeah. The whole game, or did Kincaid get pulled? I don't know. Now I, I feel All stupid. I know is I can't find any Keith Kincaid stuff. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. Oh, my God. That's funny. Anyways. Well, anyway, their goaltending situation beyond Carey Price is pretty <laughs> So shocking. you're saying it doesn't matter. Really Whoever switch, was in that Whoever for both teams, Keith Kincaid Switch, out the, switch out the names. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Lindgren is shocking. Is that Charlie? Yep, he's that's, right-handed. Damn that's it. That's Charlie Lindgren. Right? Oops. And it wasn't even a three nothing lead. See, there were a lot of games it was last 3-0. night. Oh, that's that's three nothing right there. Yeah. What Sorry, the fuck am I talking about? I just before Twitter. If Tom, that. if if Ilya Kovalchuk is then worth a second round pick. No, you're I, right. It was Louis Domingue. Fuck. Anyway, if Ilya Kovalchuk might be able to get you a second I got round it reversed. pick. Go ahead. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Adam, you can't just talk about Kovalchuk when I fucked up that hard. Uh, he saw the games too. It's my favorite part. On ice surfing. Yeah. What does what does this say about ice surfing? It seems it says a, nothing about <laughs> ice surfing. I am personally a dumbass. <laughs> no, no, no. Steve's got a bad memory. I think. This isn't your <laughs> fault. I, what does it say about ice surfing employing Steve? I think is a better question. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. No, no, no. In all seriousness, no. If Ilya Kovalchuk, who is thirty six. But playing lights out and trying almost a point a game with Montreal. Yes. If he is worth a second, what is Thomas Tatar, who is literally always twenty-five goals in the bank, always? Ta-da. Is he expiring? He's got one more year left. And isn't it dumb for a team that his trade value is lower because he actually makes money? I hate the salary cap, dude. Yeah, me too. It's stupid. You know, and it economically should be making more. Thomas Tatar is playing at almost a point a game play, pace this year. He's got 50 points in 55 games. You, you talk about a guy who was bad for like 20 games of his NHL career. Yeah, with Vegas. That's it. <laughs> like, that's and he it. scored a pretty important goal for them in the playoffs. So like, geez. Um, he hasn't not scored 20 goals at least in a season since 13-14. Now... He makes four point eight million bucks. Do you hold on to him because you're Montreal and you think you're going to be better I, next year? Uh, hey, that's what I'm thinking. I think you. I think you trade him. And the but, reason I think you trade him yeah. is because I think you can get good value for him. Um, and you tr- either parlay that value into somebody else, or you just use it and draft some good players. Mm. I think. I, I think. 
I mean, I don't know what to do in Montreal. I think they've, they're screwed several different ways. I would also, if I were them, though, I would just tear it down and keep price and say, fuck it, we're still rebuilding. Re- I don't re- think fans allowed to do that. He the should. Comeback screwed everything Tatar, up. Tatar, Petrie, all those guys, they should all be gone because they're, they're going to give you so much back. Like Jeff Petrie, mm-hmm. right-handed shooting guy who skates and plays like he does, he's exactly what the Edmonton Oilers need. L-M-A-O. Dude, the comeback last night screwed everything up. You get run out of the building by the Devils and you're as far out of the playoffs as they are, your path is set. But now they pull themselves to within seven. You have an inspiring win. It's Kovalchuk. He does the shush. Max Domi tweeting, oh, what a legend. He has a bit of a legend for that. Like, are they going to find themselves in a situation where they're like, you know what? We're standing pat, and they miss the playoffs again, and they acquire nothing. They might. Mm. Mark bergevin has got to make a decision here. And by Mark Bergevin, I mean ownership. Like you're you're talking about like what he can and can't do. If you're already onto the qualifier of what your GM can and can't do, you are done with that GM. All you got to do is be adult enough to make that decision. So Jeff Molson has a decision to make: is this your guy or not? I mean, every time this is when Mark Bergevin is at his strongest. Whenever I think he's done, he rises from the ashes like a phoenix. It's unbelievable this guy. He's, if you, if he's you want been a team, fired by the Montreal Canadiens as many times as Chris Kreider has been traded. If you it want It feels like a lot, but it's actually been zero times. If you want a team that's good enough to almost make the playoffs, Bergevin's your guy. Ooh, Adam went up up up. Where's the lie? Does Ber- does Bergevin have more first round wins than the Leafs? Yes. Yes, he does. All right. Not a high bar. <laughs> yeah, if you set it by the lowest possible bar, which is the Leafs, it's a bar. It's it sure is. But could, I wouldn't. If I'm Bergevin, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be measuring myself against the success or lack thereof of the Leafs. If you limboed under that bar, Simon Cowell would be impressed. It was very low, Jesse. It's a very it's low good. bar. Thank you for that reference. I try. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a funny guy and also would, accurate about hockey things. If if this was the voice, would you hit the button and turn around your chair? Oh yeah, and I would. Christina Aguilera, uh, fake be impressed. I've never heard this before. Yeah, Christina Aguilera <laughs> with one of the best voices in history is like, yeah. yeah, I'm really impressed with your voice, nobody. I've been in the industry for like two and a half decades and wow. Wow, you really blew me away, third person in a row that's blown me away. Guy from a coffee shop who can sing. I have 45 minute showers every day because I'm too busy singing. Wow. Dude, have you seen, listen, I've seen Christina Aguilera live and you oh. can, I'm not a big fan of Christina Aguilera's music, but that, that woman has a voice that is so effing powerful. It's like crazy. Yeah. So the fact that she was impressed by anybody on that show is shocking to me. <laughs> just <laughs> shocking. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. You're not me. So yeah. that would be the whole voice. I just never turn my chair. It's <laughs> like McDavid sitting there watching just regular hockey. Being yeah. Like, All right, like yeah, what are we guys? To do? We never return to the voice with Adam Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't hear it. Just the whole time. Just chilling. Guys, I sang Moulin Rouge, okay? <laughs> right. So like, I sang You Are Beautiful. Yeah. No right? matter what you do. That's right. Adam just <laughs> tweeting the whole time, LMAO, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Live during the show. <laughs> well, it would be like McDavid on a similar show with a bunch of beer leaguers. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Turn around when you think one of them's good at hockey. Yeah. Like, I'm McDavid. I'm, n- none of them you, like, uh, almost pulled that toe drag off? That was sick. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that 65 year old that you almost pulled it off <laughs> who fell over her when you made him switch blades. <laughs> that was legit. 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 All right, listen. Let's get in the press conference. Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. I think Montreal has a lot, a lot to be gained from this trade deadline, and they could set themselves up for a couple years down the road right now. They're not going to, but I really fully believe. Listen. The Montreal Canadiens could do some serious damage if they would just accept the fact that this team is not good enough right now. They don't have the top-end talent to be good enough. They don't have it. They've got good players. They have Name a player on Montreal who's great. Curry Price sometimes. Name another guy. Shea Weber. He's great. He yeah. is great. He's, been, yeah. he's had a great yeah. year. Yeah. How long is he going to be great for? Don't know. But legitimately... All like all world players. We're not, we're not talking good. zero. They have many good players. Yes, Adam. It's a, it's amazing what you can do when the people you pay to play hockey uh, try. We owe a shout out to Louis Domingue, <laughs> the greatest Charlie goal scorer Lincoln. in NHL history. Uh, Justin Williams. Austin Matthews. <laughs> Neither of those people. We owe a shout out to Alexander Ovechkin. Just holy Who shit. Who now has 14 goals. I'm just reading this off Sportsnet stats because they whew, they put out an Ovechkin little thread because he has been unbelievable. He now has 14 goals in his last seven games. That's 14 goals and one assist. His 14 goals since January 13th are double the next closest skaters in that time. That's Kucherov and Stamkos with seven. He scored more goals in his past seven games than, like, Jamie Benn and Jeff Skinner have all year. Ovi needs just two goals to become the eighth player in NHL history to score 700. He is now 196 back of tying Wayne Gretzky for most in history. Most 40-goal seasons in history, Wayne Gretzky with 12, Alexander Ovechkin with 11. Whoa. After that, Mario Lemieux with 10. He's going to, like, laugh his way to 60. It's ridiculous. And you guys think I'm crazy for thinking that he can get it done? I don't. I, I, I know. Don't. Yeah, he's getting there. He's going to be within probably eh, one one eighty one seventy five of Gretzky by the end of the year. Yeah, it's literally up to him. Alexander Ovechkin, uh, his twenty seventh career hat trick last night passes Rocket Richard for sole possession of eighth place in NHL history. He needs one more hat trick to tie Bobby Hall and Marcel Dion for sixth most in history. What a mutant! What a frigging mutant! Unbelievable! Shout out Ovi. Jesse, what was the final score in the Sharks Flames game last night? The Sharks Flames game. I was last driving night. home during this game. Did you I, not? Did it not close out ice surfing? No, because ice surfing ends at 10 p.m. Eastern. I know that. Yeah, uh, the sharks. Oh, won. that's right, because you guys don't care about the West Coast. <laughs> the sharks I'm won kidding, three I'm one kidding. in a Leafs game net. that. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Leafs net. You always get shit Leafs from us. No, no, I know. No, they're always very kind. They're very kind of nice. Uh, the sharks won three one in a game that Giordano left injured. That team is Calgary. in trouble. You so think so? When you were talking about playoff team, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you suffer a loss in a certain way, mm-hmm. and I think it affects you. Which loss was it? The Edmonton one? The Edmonton one. Really? But that was like less than a week ago. Yep. Dude, they got their teeth kicked in, 
It was embarrassing. Lucic got embarrassed into fighting last night against noted tough guy Barclay Goodrow of the San Jose Sharks. And then they lost to the San Jose Sharks. It was a bit funny when all the reporters said, so, hey, where were you in that Edmonds game? He's like, I don't know about you guys, but this is not the 1980s. It was like, yeah, man, but, like, when you were acquired, Trilliving said that was your job. If I don't necessarily agree with the description, but that's why they got you. Hockey's got a goofy culture. If you go up to one of those Oilers who are your buddies and you go, listen, we got to have, like, a fake tilt. They'd do it. Even a real one. They'd do it. Cassian didn't have anyone to dance with. Like, dude, grab someone, do something, and listen. Grab, Just grab them. You don't have to fight. Just grab them. It's a tough position to be in. I'm, no one's paying me to fight. I don't want to do that. I don't know. I like my face. Ow. I like my hands. Ow. But what is it you would say you do here? And don't say goals or assists. That doesn't happen. Those don't go in. So, what is it? What is it? Oh, you fight, you, you fight Barclay Goodrow. Good. <clears throat> like, that, that, that's what you do here? Oh. The Flames? Only- and now that, now that, okay, so now, so you're off the rails, right? You got to get it back on. You're a playoff team. You can get it back on. Oh, shit. Giordano's out of the lineup, and for God knows how long. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And the Pacific is tight as shit. It is tight. Uh-oh. That could be a big uh-oh. They're currently the in a Calgary playoff Flames. spot. Oh, I know. Wild card spot. I know. It's an uh-oh, though. It's a big one. They're 5-4-1 in their last 10. They don't look that bad. It's not good enough to make the playoffs. They but... didn't get their ass kicked 8-3 by the Oilers 10 games ago. We'll see how the next 10 goes. Watch, you really they'll, think... they'll win eight straight. You but... think that Oilers game could be pivotal? Could be. Certainly could be. Dude, Tampa took like three months to recover from losing to Columbus. Three months into this season. So really they took like six or seven months to recover from that loss. And now they're murderers again. But it took them a while. Sometimes you get embarrassed in a certain way and it affects you. That team can't score. They, man, they got their asses kicked in like almost every fight they were in. And right now they're on the lower half of the Battle of Alberta. It's a tough look. If you're the Flames, you want to play the Oilers as soon as frigging possible. You want to get over that. You gotta, you gotta win. They gotta win themselves out of this funk because I think it's a funk. I know it's only been a couple games, but something. That team is ready to go rotten. They're ripe for the picking. Wow. And they're not young. They're not the Oilers. They're they're not. And the Oilers are asterisk. They are McDavid and Drysaddle, right? But. They're not the Oilers. They're not the Canucks either. Could be a tough look. Vancouver, top of their division right now. Could be a tough look for the Calgary Flames, man. I'm just saying, watch that. That seems like a train wreck waiting to happen. You just went in on them. Or they could win the cup. I'm (laughs) shocked. Maybe he's right. Or they could win the cup. (laughs) You can't say that. They have lots of talent. There's no question. All right, should we do the press conference? Or did I already call for it? We already did. We're in it. Okay. Um, One thing uh, we talked about earlier was goal differential. And Steve, you're wondering some of the most recent modern day uh, worst goal differentials yes. because uh, Detroit is currently on pace to be historically bad. Now, since 20, uh, let me go back one more year. Since 2010, 2011, the worst goal differential we have is 
the Buffalo Sabres of 1450. The McEichel Sabres. This is the last 10 years. They were terrible. They were minus 113. What were the Avalanche that had like 48 points? Now, the second place is the Avalanche of 1617. Right. They were minus 112. So they beat the Sabres by one point. They are the bottom two in the last decade. Third worst comes the Sabres of 1314, who were negative 91. Poor Dwayne. Now, I say those things. There was a jersey on the ice last night, by the way. Oh, yeah. In Buffalo. It's getting ugly. The bottom three in the last 10 years in terms of goal differential. Minus 113, minus 112, minus 91 for the Sabres. So right now, the Red Wings sit. Third. Negative 190, or no, 100, uh, negative 96. So they've already passed the Sabres of uh, 13 14 and are well on their way to own the record for the last 10 years. How many points do they have right now? What, like, what's their record? I their saw, record does Jimmy Howard have two wins? Did I see that? They're 12 38 and 4. They're, Fuck! They have 28 points. <laughs> I feel bad. Oh my god. God. Oh, Detroit fans, just, I'm sorry. You knew, though. It was great talking to Brad and Ryan on the wing wheel, the dub-dub, uh, at the beginning of the season. They knew. They knew. Yeah, and Detroit fans fan, are good like, about it. Here, here's how to prepare for a shit season. Here's how to prepare for a season where you know you're trying to finish last. You just kind of enjoy it. Yeah. I had fun that year. Man, and like the injuries too. Did you see? So Anthony Mantha hasn't been back since the Jake Muzzin incident. He's got a punctured lung. From Jimmy that. Howard is 2 and 20. And 2. You're making that up. No. Whoa. He's 2 20 and 2. That's unbelievable. Holy shit. They're unwatchable. Wow. 2 20. <laughs> At least you know Bernier has 10 wins. How, you know? much, how much time That's is unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable that he has 10 other wins. Wow. Jonathan Bernier from Vesna. Holy shit. Yeah, you can get him out of Detroit. I'm telling you, he might be. If he, he, might go, be if he went like on a four game winning streak, he'd be 500. <laughs> if he went on a four game winning streak, he should win the Hart Trophy. He has a 908 save percentage. I think Adam might be right about the Red Wings and not being able to beat an AHL team. I don't know if the Marlies are that People AHL were upset team. that I said that, but I'm right. Could the Detroit Red Wings beat the Grand Rapids Griffins? In a seven-game series. Their own, a- their own AHL team? Well, here's team. the thing. The Griffins have Zadina. <laughs> so and they can Valeno score goals. And etc. buddy. Oof. Uh, that's... Awful. I don't think. I think they could still beat an AHL team in a seven-game series. I'm sorry. I think they could. Yeah. But I think if you did the simulation enough times, an AHL team definitely wins. Could they? Yes. In a seven-game series, at the end of this one, and each player gets four million dollars, like it's just funded by some philanthropist, whatever. Could the Elon Kelly Musk. Cup champions yes. beat the Detroit Red Wings in a seven-game series? Kelly Cup is the ECHL. No. I think if you the run champions? if you run that simulation a hundred times, Detroit comes out a hundred. But I think versus an AHL team, the best AHL team right now, whichever one's most on fire, I think if you ran that simulation a hundred times, the AHL team would win a percentage of those. <sighs> a substantial percentage. Holy shit. They might not eclipse forty. Points? Yeah. 
if they're lucky. <laughs> like, I don't think they're, they're not close. Oh, my God. They got to get 12. Well, they they got to get six, six wins. more wins. I don't know if they could do that. <laughs> they're at 12. At the pace they're on, they might just hit 40. Yeah. They've got 12 wins in 54 games. Six-game losing streak. On a six-game losing streak. But on the pace they're at, so that's two-thirds, essentially, of the way through the year-ish. Yeah. So if you-ish, they could they could get to 18 wins. If you're a playoff team or within six points of the playoffs and you lose to the Detroit Red Wings, you should bag skate all your players till they puke. Every single one. You don't leave the rink until every last one of them's thrown up. <laughs> Holy shit. That's That's bad. so bad. That's really bad. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. Enjoy that there, uh, Red Wings fans. Hey, yeah. We should, we that should was have fun. Brad and Ryan on. Uh, to talk about what? Right? <laughs> I just want to hear the pain. That's all. You do? That's cruel, man. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love those guys. I'm just saying, like, talk, hey, so you're bad. Yeah, we're bad. Yeah, Steve, you dick. <laughs> Shout out to the Wing Wheel Podcast. It's a great listen. You got to check it out. Um, and I'm just kidding about the, for what? Seriously, that's a great show. And you know what? I'd love to know what the hell they talk about. When we were last in the NHL, they, they they bothered with our show. As did you, many of you. So right. thank you. Yeah, we did a whole podcast. Yeah, and you know what? Whole year. Gets us to the first round. It was, oh. like, it was like, that was the year. It was like, oh, guys, that, William Nylander is going to be great. And Mitch Marner's winning all the stuff in the OHL. That was one of five years straight where I said, Josh Levo's ready to break out. And he was. He was. Just another right out. coach. Anyway, bye. We'll see you Sunday. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter. At Steve underscore Dangle. At Adam W-Y-L-D-E. And at Jesse Blake. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connection complete.